are about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In Daniel 6, 10, it reads, Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home and in his upper room, with his windows open towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay continues the lesson on the principles of prayer. Even though Daniel was going through a time of crisis, he still made sure to pray three times a day. God loves prayer, so we must pray regularly as this is our connection to the source. So let's listen into this anointed word and lean on our source of power and protection through prayer. Be blessed. This is the day of good news. This is the time to preach about Jesus Christ. This generation of Christians is responsible for this generation of souls. Lost people matter to God. So they must matter to you. The command has been to go. But most of us have stayed at home. Oh, Jesus, Savior of the world. Jesus, Savior of the world. All you gotta do is tell the world, tell the world, tell the world that Jesus saved. Tell the world, tell the world, tell the world that Jesus saved. And the shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from Do it. 
together for Jesus Christ as we welcome the Holy Spirit to minister to us. Father, this morning we are excited to be in your presence. Some woke up in hospital. Some woke up in the mortuary. Some woke up in prison cells. We are no better than any of them. It's only by your grace. And our response is to say thank you. We appreciate you. We are grateful that not only have you saved us, but you've called us with a holy calling. Not because of our works, but for your purposes and graces. Give us grace to establish and to honor your purpose on this earth. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Speak to us and make a difference in our lives. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Please clap for the Lord Jesus as you get. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Well, we want to um, share very important. Last week, we started talking about the most important communication in your life. That is prayer. Hallelujah. Why do I say it's the most important communication in your life? Because everything that is um, brought into this world, their best chance of survival is when they are connected to the source of their life. I'll say it again. Everything on this earth, their best chance is when they maintain connection with the source that brought them forth, including children. When children are born, the first communication they give them is they give them to their parents, connect to the nipple and take breast milk. Now, even if the mother cannot, they put the baby on the belly of the parent. They call it bonding. I mean, it is said that it makes their minds work well. It psychologically helps them to be formed properly, to be stable. Do you get the point? Now, therefore, you will realize that every child that has a problem with connection with the parent, they don't do well. They don't do well. That's why they said, honor your father and your mother, that it may be well with you, that you may live long on the earth. Number one, they don't do well. Number two, they don't live long. 
And it's so crucial that the Lord, that's the only commandment he added a promise to it. It's almost like, it's not a bribe, but it's, it's an incentive because it's so crucial. So crucial for the existence of mankind. So he said, this promise, there are 10 commandments, but this commandment, I will add a promise. And he promised that when you do this, you will do well. And um, you will live long. All the commandments, there's no promise to it. You see, that's how essential it is. Now, that connection is important. Even if you have a car, how many of us, if the roadside mechanic charged the same as the dealer, you know, you have, let's say, you have a, 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 a what? A Ford, you know, if you were going to pay the same thing for repairs at the dealership as you pay at the roadside mechanic, who would you send to? The dealership. Why? He created it. They know exactly that that's where it was created. And when you connect them, they connect something and without, oh, no, no, this one is, is, it is a catalytic converter. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know? So it's a very important connection. And you realize that it comes by when they say this is wrong, that's exactly what is wrong. They fix it and you can be sure. And then if it's not working, say, come back. We will recheck it. But then roadside mechanic, it's a trial and error and all that. Some are good, but you're never sure. You see, there are no guarantees. Even a tree, when you see the branch is best served when it's connected and it draws. That's why the Bible says, I am the true vine and ye are the branches. And I, my father is the husbandman or the gardener, according to John chapter 15, verse 1. So Jesus is trying to tell us that in the same way as everything is connected, even, uh, uh, you know, um, puppies, they survive when their parent is there. If the parent dies, it's very difficult for them to survive. Okay, and if they stop connection with them, you have to grow, you know, and know. Now, the only animal that immediately they have babies, they go away, is snakes. <laughs> snakes, and you know, it's synonymous with the devil. Devilish activity. You see, it's only snakes. And the devil, the Lord, typify the devil with the serpent that immediately they are born they just there's no connection now when we also every one of us who says god is my father i'm a child of how many are children of the devil give me a wave if you are a child of the devil how many children of the lord are here give me a wave give me a wave okay how many you are not a child of the devil you're not a child of god also give me a wave so how come your hand was down for both questions Let's try again. How many children of the devil are here? Give me a wave. Okay. How many children of the Lord are here? Give me a wave. All right, everybody. Good. Well, then behave like a child of God. Amen. A child of God. There's a reason why we are not called adults of God. In Christ, we don't grow to the point where we don't, there's nobody. You're, you're an uncle of God. A grandfather of God. They are grown up of God. Oh, no. You know, no, we all children of even Jesus Christ. He remained the son of God. Even all this, he's been 33 years here, and he's been thousands of years after that. He's still called the son of God. 
take out the son of God, the son of God, the son of God. And he typifies it. Listen, all of us must therefore know that is the same. That is why in the church, you will realize that it's one place where the same book is used, Bible, to teach the children's church. To, God is trying to tell us, I started with this book. It's not going to change. Wow. Yeah. We are not in a college where I will start with uh, color, uh, color, you script, you yes, so how to trace things. Then they change your book. Then they pre case Then they change your book. Then they change it. Then you give you textbooks. Now they give you all kinds of things because you are in, you are doing PhD with a PhD brain. Wow. You know. Now it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it doesn't change. God is trying to tell us that. Look, if I even say that as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. You see that he calls children being fed, feed my sheep is the only place where Jesus was leaving. So it's the same Bible used in the Sunday. So the scriptures are the same. Scriptures are the same here. That's the same Bible that is used in Bible schools. When people have grown and become pastors, the popes, when they are training them to consecrate them, they use the same Bible. Amen. Yeah. So it is the same thing, and therefore we need to remain as children of God in humility. Amen. Do you know that children are the ones that enjoy the greatest privileges? It's true. They don't work, yet they have everything and more. I was just driving with my daughter, mommy, and then I was seeing a nice dress. I said, ah, this dress, I haven't seen it before. Who bought it for you? So, oh, mommy bought it for me. And I said, I don't remember the last time mommy bought anything for me. <laughs> and so I told her, next time mommy is buying things, tell mommy, daddy is here. Daddy is here. Daddy is here. You know, it's, it's, it's because I have decided to be called daddy instead of deciding to be called a son of Sister Aria. The day I decide I'm going to call myself, mommy, I'm your son, I'll get a lot of things. Do you get the point? Yes. Now, Amen. now, guess what? In Christianity and in the kingdom, it is the people that make themselves children that get the greatest privileges. Wow. Remember in the Bible, when the disciples, the children, mothers were bringing their children to be blessed by Jesus Christ. Bible says, and the disciples told them, get out, get out of here. We are doing adult stuff here. There's a time to push them away. Jesus Christ rebuked the disciples and tell, told them, do not send them away. Suffer the little children to come to me because of such is the kingdom of God. Wow. He says the kingdom is, belongs to children, not adults. Wow. Of such, the kind of kingdom that I am king of is not for adults, it's for children. Amen. Of such is the kingdom of God. Amen. So any of you who becomes too grown to connect to God, you've actually lost the kingdom benefits. Wow. You've actually lost your connectivity to God. In other words, your connection to God is prayer. Wow. Any Christian that decides, I'm too big, I'm too great, I have gone too much. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gone. You can't tell me to pray. You can't tell me to read the Bible. You can't tell me what to do. I am an adult. Don't try and tell me what to do. You just miss the privileges. I mean, can you imagine? My children have not worked, yet they enjoy everywhere they go. Their flight I paid. Their accommodation is paid. 
their clothes are paid for, wow. their food is paid for, restaurant bills, um, all the bills, electricity, I mean, um, Memphis Light and Thieves. They all... <laughs> Memphis Light, Gas and Robbery. The bills still come to us. They haven't paid any, but they enjoy, they turn their lights on the most. Yeah, they don't have to pay. Look, you're looking at me, it's not true. Uh-huh. So, ladies and gentlemen, the same thing in the kingdom when you come to the Lord in prayer is totally different. Amen. Totally different. There's a song. What a friend we have in Jesus. Oh, our griefs and to bear. What a privilege to carry everything. Everything. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, oh, what peace we peace we forfeit. Oh, oh, what griefs and pain. What needless pain we bear. Oh, why? Oh, because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. What needless pain we bear because we don't carry everything to God in prayer. Wow. Our children don't carry such needless pain. No. They carry everything to, to us, even their toilet paper. Hey. Finish, mommy. Do you have? Did I? I, I heard mommy asking. I mean, do you have uh, toilet paper or do you have paper napkin? I said yes. Yeah, she has never bought one before, but she asked for it, and we didn't have. And then we gave an alternative that served a purpose. That's it. Wow. Prayer makes you a child that whose requests are legitimate. Yeah. And I'm going to show you somebody who is an adult who had everything supernatural he lived a supernatural life because he did went into a mode a behavior a habit a character of prayer daily prayerfulness that guy is the one who enjoyed the most privileges of different countries yeah i think i think it's good i like the background keep going you see so that guy is called daniel wow. daniel chapter six okay. the bible says last week i read we're talking about the reasons for why prayer daniel's principles of prayer principles that made daniel so prayerful this guy was so great and the, you know he was so great in the things of god now he was bible says let me read daniel chapter 6 from verse 1 the baby said it pleased darius king darius to set over his kingdom 120 princes which should be over the whole kingdom then what happened then verse 2 over this he set up three precedents three precedents over the 120 princes, of whom he said Daniel as the head of the presidents, Amen. the head of the late presidents. Wow. Hallelujah. <laughs> I feel Danielic today. Hey. That the princes might all give account to these presidents, and the king should have no damage. Do you get the point? So then, then of this, this Daniel was preferred above all the presidents and princes. You know, like when President Biden set up all the governors, congressmen, and all these things. They said governors and things, then vice president, the cabinet, then the vice president. Then he decided that among everybody, the, the, the vice, Daniel, who is the 
vice president, one of the presidents, should be the head of everything. Wow. Yeah. Because why? He had an excellent spirit within him. May God give you an excellent spirit. Amen. And the king even thought, he, he, as, as if it was not enough, he made him vice. Then he said he thought about setting him over all the realm. In other words, don't just be vice president, become president. Wow. Even me, I'm going to be your assistant. The king said, he started thinking about, this guy is so good, I'm not worthy of becoming the president of the, I mean, can you imagine, Joe Biden says, what's our vice president's name? Camera, 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 camera. He says, camera. Kamala Harris. She decides. <laughs> People can't mention it, you know. Camera <laughs> Harris. Now, she decides, she said, no, Kamala is too good to be a vice president. I mean, the way things are going, the economy and everything, let the vice president become the president because what I gave him, she, she did so well. As, as she started thinking, people became jealous of this Daniel. You know, they didn't know the secret Daniel had. No, actually they knew. So they wanted to attack the secret. Now look at their conversation. Then the presidents and princes sought to find a reason or occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find none occasion of fault because he was so faithful. Neither was there any error or fault found in him. May you become that kind of character at your workplace. Amen. I receive it. Amen. Then they said, we, should, we will not find any occasion against this Daniel, except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Yeah. In other words, this guy is so good in everything, so perfect. One of the things that we can find, he's so consistent with God that if we want to find a fault, find it about the way he loves God. May you love God that way so that people Amen. will look and say, man, that's the only thing he will never stop. So if we do something to stop him, it will catch him. Now watch this, the next verse. These presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said to the king, King Darius, live forever. You see, they started flattering the king first. Then all the presidents of the kingdom, the governors, the princes, the counselors, and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute or law and to make a firm decree that whoever shall ask anything from any god or any man over the next 30 days except from you mr king darius O king this man should be cast into the den of lions lions den because they knew this daniel by all means is going to pray he's going to ask god for something and they can't find any fault in his work so let's find fault in his closeness to god now look at what happened now, O king, establish the decree and sign it into writing so that it will never be changed according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which alter not. You know, just like the Medes and Persians, their laws, when you say it, it is final. Therefore, King Darius signed the writing and the decree. Now, watch this. This is where the character of Daniel and his secrets that made him so prosperous, that made him such a blessing. He was so Bible says that the people saw there was an excellent spirit in wow. him. Amen. And that everywhere he had promotion until the guy who gives promotion said, I want to promote you above me. Ah. It's not normal. Yeah. It's not normal. You can imagine the person who promotes says, I promoted you, promoted you to become my sister. Now I think it's not now. You're so good that I need to promote you to take my position. Wow. That's supernatural. Amen. May you live a supernatural life. Amen. What was the secret? Verse 10. 
Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber toward Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day. Anybody here that I know you pray, but you are not used to kneeling down. Start kneeling down in your okay. prayer. Amen. I'll say it again. I know you pray. There are times you are driving and you are praying. There are times you are sleeping on your bed and you are praying. It's not a problem. But make decisions that alter your position of prayer to kneel down. Amen. It's a sign of humility before God. It's a sign, Lord, may I decrease that you will increase. Amen. It's a sign of honor. It's a sign of somebody who has an excellent spirit. Okay. It's a sign that you are beginning to operate in a Danielic anointing. Wow. Try it. Don't try it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. And don't blame your knee. That knee can be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Even if you can't kneel for a long time, just out of practice, I just need, I pray for one hour, say, but I'm going to kneel for 20 minutes of the one hour. It's not a bad idea. Do it. If it's possible, do it through. I can kneel down for three hours. Wow. By the grace of God. Oh, yeah. And consistently so. That's my position of prayer. You ask anybody who knows. Even when I come to church and I pray, you see, I kneel down first. First thing, okay? I learned it from here. He went and he kneeled down on his knees. Not just kneel down, kneel down on his knees. Some people, when you kneel down on your toes, <laughs> he kneeled down on his knees. And he did that three times a day and he prayed and gave thanks before his God. You see, many of us, we go to the Lord only to ask for things. But he prayed, giving thanks as he did at four times, as was his character. That was consistently what he did. As he has always done, so he did. Hallelujah. Now, what was the basis of a great man like that? Having this humbling habit, a habit of humility. What was the basis? One, it means, number first reason, that must have, these are principles that if you have, you will be like Daniel. The first principle that made him behave this way. He's so big. He's so great. He's so honored. Yet, he knelt down. What must he be? Must, what is the thing that must have been going on through his mind? That's what we want to analyze so that Bible says that you will be transformed by the renewing of your mind. People are only transformed when their mind is renewed. Yeah, Romans chapter 12 verse 2. He said, do not be conformed, be not conformed to this world. The world is not a prayerful world. The world is not, it's a world that only comes to the Lord when something dramatic or drastic and frustrating is coming. Don't be conformed to the world, my brother, my sister. Don't just flow with what the world does, but rather be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. So that you become proof of what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The will of God concerning your life is that you'll be like Daniel. Amen. And it's a good, acceptable, it's a perfect will of God. That's God's will for your life. Yeah. 
So the first thing that must be going to his mind, number one, that prayer is very important. Yes. Say prayer is very important. Prayer is very important. Yeah. It must be important for somebody to be doing, great person like to be doing it three times a day. Yes. Wow. In Amen. times of crisis like this, when you know that there's risk involved, Amen. that if they, he knew it. Well, the Bible says when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he knew it. But he said, I'm not going to alter my behavior just because of crisis. I'm not going to stop praying just because I'm in trouble. I'm not going to stop praying just because there is a threat on my life. Yes. You go to China, they don't stop meeting as Christians just because they said we'll kill you. There is the call, something called the underground church. They're not allowed to be holding Bibles, but when you go, they memorize the whole scriptures into their hearts. Amen. All the scriptures. Amazing. Wow. Are you with me? Yes. So, prayer is communication with God. If you're a child and you know God is your father, you will never stop communicating. He knew it was important. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 says that, um, um, you know, um, call on me. In fact, call on me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things that you don't even know of. I can assure you, most of us here, what you think you know and what you think you have, you haven't reached anything yet. Yes. You know, there is a certain supernatural life that comes beyond what your life is when you add prayer to your life there is no way it is possible for daniel to become you know he was a refugee first of right. all he was a jew who had been captured as a refugee into babylon babylon a refugee who was castrated his balls had been removed do you know balls yes he didn't have balls wow <laughs> i don't know they, I hear, my wife says it's called testicles i know balls Yeah, his spectacles. He said it's called spectacles. His spectacles has been removed. His spectacles. Do you say spectacles? Uh, spectacles. Okay, had been removed. Two of them were gone. Tell somebody they be gone. They gone. And so he was a eunuch. Yet in all his eunuchoid features and all that, he was preferred. It yes. is better to lose your balls and maintain your communication with wow. God. Wow. Yeah. Some of us, because our balls are intact, we're so great we can't pray. Prayer is very important. Very important. It does things that are supernatural. Yes. Yeah. I have a supernatural life because of my prayer life. Jesus had a supernatural life because of his prayer life. Moses had a supernatural life. David had a supernatural life. Joseph had a supernatural life. Christians who pray have a supernatural life. Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. How is it possible? Because they wait on the Lord. I can assure you, many of us, we don't like to pray. We find prayer very useless. I mean, something you have to kneel down and speak to the air. Who is hearing? And where are you supposed to get the answers? They say you should wait. How foolish can that be? How foolish in the natural? And I can assure you, it is foolish. 
it is as foolish as you going online and looking for an address and beginning to write letters to look for a job. It's foolish. How many of them gives you jobs? But you try and try and try until you land it. The best way to land a job is to find somebody in that company to hook you up. But we still try all the things that we... That is not foolishness. But when we have to kneel down and call on God, we call it it's important. Amen. Prayer is very, very important. important. Clap for the Lord Jesus. God loves pray and pray early. God loves pray. Yeah. It's a sign of intimacy. You know, anybody you speak to on a regular basis, you are relating with. Yeah. Yes. Ephesians 4 verse 15. Bible says, speaking the truth in love, that you may grow up in him, in all things, even Christ. You see, so speaking makes us grow up into somebody Amen. in our relationship. Amen. How do you think, Jarvis, how did you get to, to, to uh, Isabella to be with you? You started by talking. You talk. Somebody gave you the contact and you started talking. Wow. And uh, You know, have you heard some people, oh, are you guys in a relationship? And then what do they say? We're talking. Hey. We're talking. I mean, they say we're talking. We're still talking. What they are saying is that we have developed a relationship. Many of us, the thing about us is that we don't talk to God enough to develop the relationship. And we don't even get to the point where, you know, then we're still talking. They're talking and they're talking. And with time, they don't only talk, but they get into a relationship. And with time, they don't only get into a relationship, they come to the altar. Then after the altar, they go to the honeymoon where they are in the closet together. They are now in closet together. When somebody has now talked to God talked to the point where now, like Daniel, Daniel went into the closet. Amen. And he stayed with the Lord three times a day. Wow. I speak to my wife several times a day. Even this morning, I've spoken to her. Wow. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And Javis does the same. Still talking. <laughs> and talking, talking, talking. Yes. How are you doing, baby? And even sometimes I'm at my workplace and I'm still talking because I'm relating. It's a relationship. Look, God people, children, when they go, they call. My children call. They are far away. Some in Ghana, some here. They still call and communicate. No matter where you are, prayer is important. It's a communication channel. When you lose it, you've lost your identity with the source of your strength. Clap for Jesus. Amen. And Daniel knew that Mr. King, I'm sorry, you may have promoted me and promoted me to the point you are promote, about to promote me above yourself, but you are not more important than God who gave me to you. Therefore, I like my relationship with you, but I like my relationship with God even better. And time proved it. When? When? Instead of saying, they said, oh, he's a king. Daniel could have said, oh, the king has promoted me. He likes me. They said, we should not ask anybody. I'm not going to talk to God. He said, no, it's God is more important than this man. I will speak. Some of us hide our Christianity at our workplaces. And he prayed. And although he got in trouble, God delivered him from the lion's den. May your life be that supernatural in Jesus' name. Number two, so prayer is very important. Number two, 
number two thing that must be going on in his mind was no one is ever too busy or too successful or too blessed to pray I'll say it again no one is ever too busy too successful or too blessed to pray Daniel how many agree that Daniel was really blessed the guy I mean that was a refugee without balls and yet he was promoted and above all the executives of the land all the governors of the land even the king wanted him to be promoted above the king himself that guy is a blessed guy I'm sure he had a lot of money I'm sure he lived in a big house I mean a house that you when you go to the house top you open the windows you can even see Jerusalem he must have been living on a very tall building a high rise and giving a lot of people yeah you know big time mansion nice woolen carpet that when you kneel down it's almost like you're on a balloon yet he prayed never too big to pray david was king i some five verse three david was king but he also prayed he was never too big david was a king david was anointed god loved him he said he said david said in psalm 5 verse 3 my voice you shall hear in the morning O lord in the morning i will direct it, my voice to you so that i can look up that's what prayer does Amen. oh yeah me i wake up early before anybody can wake up or can call me and i go on my knees and i pray like david because i learned this from david David was loved by God. His voice was heard in the mo- every morning by God. Amen. And he could look up for deliverance. That's why when he was with Goliath, he, didn't, he wasn't afraid. He didn't look for Saul's armor. He looked at God for direction and God delivered him. His son Absalom wanted to kill him, but he couldn't kill him. Saul threw spears, swords at him. He was never able to get him. Just like Daniel. Daniel's prayer protected him. Every time he missed, he said in the morning, ladies and gentlemen, I came to remind you that connect to the source of your strength. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah, you are never too big. You are never too grown. You are never too many gray hairs. You are never too much of arthritis or too blessed or too educated. Too rich. How much riches do you have anyway? How much education anyway? How much growth anyway? How old are you anyway? I want to grow. I want to grow. What else is there? Is it after all, at the final age of I want to grow is death. So you're not too grown. Amen. You're not too anointed to pray. Amen. So keep praying. Because it is important. Yes. The man, the richest man in the East, Job, he prayed. He prayed so much. Yeah. The vice president, he prayed. Jesus, who is called the anointing, he prayed. Mark 135. Bible says, a great while before day, Jesus went to a solitary place and there he prayed. Mark 135. Even Jesus prayed. The son of God prayed as an example. Wow. Amen. He was Amen. not too anointed. He was not too pray. There's a lady's shop that is called uh, uh, not um, 
there's nothing like two uh-huh yeah the shop's name is nothing like too many shoes in other words allow people to come and buy more shoes ladies have the most shoes they have when you come to my house even my little daughter has shoes more a lot my wife shoes more my place is a very small one very small one i have been asking my wife for shoes for a long time and belt and I think she, but she goes to shop all the time we get new shoes the other time we went to a, a hat shop and he said he wanted a hat i told the people at the shop there are too many hats in my house i don't have space for another and then they told they told me there's nothing like too many hats well today i tell you even if you are praying there's nothing like too much prayer clap for the lord jesus the third reason the third reason why he must have prayed that much eh, is that he seems to know that prayer is the source of his power and protection it is yeah prayer is the source of power and protection it's true all of us here as we are talking we are but a step away from death there were people who were in church and then a gunman arrived god forbid there were people who were in school a gunman arrived god forbid there were people who have been shot in their rooms there was a country that was living peacefully called ukraine and they were invaded a gunman arrived listen there's only one country in this land on whose currency God's name is. Do you know that country? Lyric, you know which country? Only You don't know it. Do you know that country? You don't know it. You don't know it. The United States of America. In God we trust. It's on, look at your note. It's there. It's written, in God we trust. That is what is written on our note, on our dollar green. Every green has it. In God we trust trust amen it's even on the coins yes every currency we should be the most prayerful that's true somebody said because they took the bible out of the classroom guns replaced them yeah i can say the same thing to you because you took prayer from your house demons made the appearance that is if you don't pray When we take prayer out of the church, thieves appear. Bible says that this, it just said, God, this is my house, the Father's house. It is a house of prayer. Why have you made it the den of thieves? Anywhere prayer is not. The opposite, the demonic activities appear. So it's our protection to actually, every place there's no prayer. There's another spirit that makes an appearance. The spirit of disease, the spirit of death, the spirit of disharmony and happiness frustration i can assure you these are spirits yeah you bring that scripture and because my house make my house you, you you when you take prayer from the church any house my house is a house of prayer why have you made it the den of thieves and you know who the greatest thief is the devil yeah john 10 10 he says that thief cometh not but for to kill to steal and to to steal to kill and to destroy 
but i am come you see matthew 21 verse 13 he said to them it is written my house shall be called a house of prayer but you have made it a den of thieves wow when there's no prayer they are thieves they are demons the greatest thief is the devil matthew i mean john 10 10 is john 10 10 or 10 30 john 10 10 he says the thief cometh not except to steal and to kill and to destroy and jesus said when i am invited in through prayer i come that you may have life and have it more abundantly clap for jesus that is why most people say a family that prays together sticks together because the thief comes to steal the relationship comes to steal the joy comes to steal the peace it's a protection prayer is a protection you may not even know what you are praying about but you are being protected for example we are now setting up now that the, the all the basentes we are grouping them we are grouping them into five or four groups and every week we are going to come here and pray one group friday from seven to ten seven to ten clap for the lord jesus wow. so that we will make this a house of yeah. prayer yeah. so that the thieves don't come the thieves are not necessarily people who steal cell phones it was cell phones who can replace them but they steal lives oh. they steal joy hey. yeah they steal peace yeah. they steal your good health hey. you are lucky if they just steal your hair but that's replaceable <laughs> listen let me tell you something i'm serious about what i'm saying eh? no. you watch it we're going to start every friday evening seven to ten there'll be a prayer meeting here our house shall be called a house of prayer hey. the den of thieves will go away Amen. the devil that has stolen your joy it will hey. be restored Amen. the devil that has stolen your relationship will be restored Amen. we are going to pray for people who are not married will be married in Amen. jesus name we are going to pray that your children who are going wayward will come back home in the name of jesus christ yeah we are going to pray that the frustrating marriages joy will be restored in jesus name we're going to pray that those who are sick and feel like they're about to die god jesus said i'm come that you might have life life will be restored in jesus name yeah tell somebody a basenta group a week. A group, a week. That's our TGI Friday. TGI Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. So you come here Friday and you see by center group. Hey, we're going to call them Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Wow. The four. We're going to be the only disciples come. So today the Matthew group. This week is Matthew group next week is luke group Mark, Mark, Mark group luke the gospels or we should use disciples matthew mark luke and john is good uh-huh. it's easy to remember so you may be with reverend Nisses by center or you may be with sister victoria's by center but that your group will be maybe called the matthew group wow. five of them then brother kelvin and maybe sister devonia brother michael their group may be called luke i'll tell you all that what do they do we give them a week to cover the church wow. once a month they Amen. cover the church to develop 
to so that we'll be delivered from the thieves. Yes. That steal people's joy. And we're going to pray for people. We're going to mention yeah. church members' names and pray Amen. for them. Yeah. You may be sitting in your room, belonging to uh, the John group, but Matthew group will be praying for you. Clap for Jesus. Yeah. Wow. What a great idea. So Listen. every week, there will be prayer. Amen. Friday, 7 to 10. And we're not only going to commit the day, we're going to commit the week. It's your week. So that week, that group will not only come and pray, but that week, when they finish, they are the ones who will clean the church. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. Oh, what a beautiful thing. You come and you see that John group cleaned. Wow, this place is looking like heaven. You said, ah, I feel like I want to join the John group. They will tell you, no, you belong to the Matthew. So let the Matthew group do well. That group, when they come, they will not only pray, they will not only clean, but that week, they will even have a performance for us on Sunday. Clap for the Lord Jesus. It may be a dance, like Javis's group, or it may be a skit, or maybe just a song, but they'll get together and produce something. I told that they'll tell themselves, we're not just cleaners, we're not just prayer warriors, but we are also ministers. We want to minister to the church next week, and it will bring bonding and love. And when they finish that Saturday, you can even decide to go on outreach wow. and then bring souls. Is it a good idea or what? Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yes. So Daniel felt it was important, very important. And Daniel felt that nobody is too busy. And Daniel felt that worked. The third one is what? Prayer is our source of power and protection. And how do I know? Because when finally they put him in the lion's den, what happened? The lions could not eat him up. Their mouths were shut. He was protected. Do you know that prayer protects? The Bible says Job was always praying for his people, praying for his... And then the Bible says that Satan came and said, God tease the devil. Have you considered my servant Job? Job chapter 1, I believe it's fine. And then the, the devil got very mad at the Lord and said, why are you teasing me? Why are you teasing me? You know, the devil is a thief. You know, you know why I'm not able to, 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 to overcome Job? And then you're asking. And the devil described in the realm of the spirit how a prayerful person looks like. It says, Job chapter 1 verse 10, Have you not made a hedge around Job and around his household and around all that he has on every side? Even the prayer, through the prayer, you have blessed the works of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. That's the truth. The devil knows the prayerful people. The devil knows those who are covered by prayer. The devil knows that prayer protects you. Prayer protects you. There's a hedge. Somebody say, I have a hedge. I have a hedge. Do you remember? And also write down Ezekiel 22 verse 30. The Lord says that's how people never get destroyed. He said, the Lord said, Ezekiel 22 30, I sought for a man who will, among them, who will form a hedge and stand in the gap so that my people, I will not destroy my people for what the wrong they're doing. And I found none. Therefore, I had to pour my indignation and my wrath upon them. God said, even when people sin and God is angry with them, 
prayer protects them from God's anger. Amen. If only there will be people among us who will get together. Even people who are... It, look, you know, it's not, it's not easy to live a Christian life in this perverse world. Even if you don't want to watch, pornography just comes to your... A link. Yes. Even if you don't watch pornography, you go out there in summer, and by the time you realize somebody is wearing nothing. Amen. They vex your righteous soul. You know. So all this says that, therefore, he said, I suffer for a man who will make a hedge. Prayer, prayer forms a hedge of protection. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Prayer, I tell you. I don't go anywhere without praying. I sit in my car, I pray. I get to the job, I pray. I get up in the morning, I pray. I'm going to sleep, I pray. I'm going to eat, I pray. Mm. I'm telling you, I need protection That's over it. the food poisoning that may have happened. Yeah. Over COVID, yeah. against COVID, mm -hmm. against sickness, against accidents. I fly on the plane a lot. I need protection. Yes. You need protection too. Yes, in fact, Thank it's more you. dangerous to drive in a car than to ride in a plane. Hey. And you don't pray? And you don't pray? Your child is gone to school and you just got up and went for money without prayer? Hey. Do you know they shoot in schools now? Hey. Let's become a church of prayer. Amen. Amen. Yes. And this week, we are going to start with Sister Victoria's group. We are wow. going to call the Matthew Bacenta group. Woo! Which are the people that belong to your group? Pastor, give me that list. I'll go show you those who are Matthew. You can choose your names. Matthew, Matthew. And you guys come and pray 7 to 10. And together, clean the place and have a presentation, a song from your Bacenta or a clip or some show us how we can do it it will be very, such a beautiful some of you don't even have friends in the church this thing the prayer will bring friends yes will make you link together yes. work together and all these things and finally the last thing that i want to say about prayer is that prayer is a source of power as well amen james chapter 5 verse 16 beautiful amplified version so this is the group this is the this is victorious group no i mean i'm not talking about that one the five they will get it don't worry they'll get it there are five teams but let me show you prayer is a source of power and protection power james chapter 5 and verse 16 the amplified bible says confess to one another therefore your faults your slips your fault your false steps and pray for one another so that you rather will be healed when you pray, you are to be healed. Job prayed for his friends and God turned his captivity around and gave Job two times what he had before. He said, the, watch this, eh? Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Healing, he will heal your marriage. He will heal your body. He will heal your finances. He will heal your mind. Through prayer. Yeah, and he asked something and restored. Yes. And he said, The earnest, heartfelt, and continued prayer of the righteous man makes tremendous power available, yeah. dynamic, 
and it's working. Clap for the Lord Jesus. You didn't know it, eh? The devil knows those who pray. He knows it so well that he knew that Job had a hedge. And God knows that prayer prevents him from even punishing people for what they do. So he even intentionally tells his church, can I find some people to stand in the hedge against even the people that are sinning in the church? Why should you sin? When the prodigal son sinned, the father embraced him and said, forget it. Don't worry. I'm your protector. God wants to protect us through prayer. Look, when I lift up my list, I mentioned you one by one by one to pray because I know the importance to protect you, to cover you, to protect earnest power, to build a hedge. But you should not keep children who don't work all the time. They will never grow. So a good father brings the children. Now you also take a job. Take a job. Let's now produce the family income and help protect the family together. Pay the bills together. That bill is a prayer bill. Today I'm going to engage you. Clap for the Lord Jesus. I said I'm going to engage you. I'm going to engage you. You watch it. This place will change. The church will change. The people will change. So blessed, so anointed. And when people have an issue, they will bring their issue and then we'll put it on the altar. And then, uh, look, the John group will pray for you. I feel like I want to join the John group. Clap for the Lord Jesus. No, no, I want to. What what group should we join? Who are in my group? We should join the, the, the Matthew or the Luke, whatever it is. But do you know something? Through that, people will learn how to pray for others. They will become like Job. Everything the devil has stolen will be restored. Job's things were restored. Daniel's life was restored. Daniel's threat was no more a threat because of prayer. You know, it's such an important thing. So I believe that this week will mark the beginning. Bible says that it makes tremendous power available. And what? Dynamic in its working. Do you know what that means? First of all, there's power and it's dynamic. Dynamic means it can, you know, prayer can affect finances. When it is your health too, it can affect it. When it is your, 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 your marriage, it can have. Dynamic means able to change appropriately depending on the circumstances. Clap for Jesus one more time. Wow. Dynamic in its working. Dynamic in the way that it works. You know, sometimes you are praying, especially when you pray in tongues, you think you are praying for shoes. But just the fact, do you know that God himself is not always he looks for what you are praying for? Just the fact that you came. You know, my son called me and was trying, making a lot of talking. Daddy, you know, did you watch a basketball game? Uh, It was very nice. Uh, Do you know that this friend uh, finished school? It was very nice. Do you know, I was just waiting. I know who is coming with something. I just asked him, what did you want? What do you want? What do you... I knew what he wanted. I had already made preparation. As he was chatting with me, I was just enjoying the chat. Eventually, he chatted with me so much, he forgot what he came to say because a call came through. As I was going, I told him, you need some money. I've already sent money to you. He said, Daddy, how did you... I I know it already. Matthew chapter 6, verse 8. Bible says, when you come into your closet, God knows already what you're looking for already 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 you read Matthew chapter 6 verse 8 
Matthew, he's called Jehovah Jireh. Yes. Bible says Jireh means he sees ahead and makes provision for. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. That is what prayer does. Don't think. That's why the Bible says you know not how you should pray, even the way you should pray. God knows you don't know how to pray. But just the fact that you came. Children don't know how to say, I'm hungry. They just cry, ah! And then the mommy brings the breast or brings a blanket or they seem to know what exactly the child needs just because of that. You will be saying, why? The child is feeling hot. Let me say, this is not heat cry. This is breast cry. This is um, um, poo poo cry. This is this. God knows exactly. He says, therefore, do not be like them. For your father knows the things you have need of even before you ask. Just come. Come unto me, all ye that labor. He didn't even say, come and ask. Just come. Just come. The prayer time is there and it's your basenta. Just make an appearance. Come. I will take care of it. They may not even pray your prayer, but just the fact that you came. Prayer is dynamic in its working. I see prayer warriors arising in this church. I see our Friday. When you say that, we will say, TGI Friday for John. It means, thank God it's Friday. It's prayer time. It's protection time. It's going to the Lord time for the Lord to know what I need. Sometimes what you need is to get a new job. But you think you need a pay raise. It will never come. God suddenly makes, that's what happened to me. And I got a new job. You will have that dynamic working. You'll be like Daniel. And Daniel made it possible. God bless you and make you a prayer warrior in Jesus' name. Put your hands together for Jesus. Now, if you're here, you do not know Jesus as your personal savior. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to be born again. You want to start a new relationship with Christ. When we say, are you born again? You don't even understand. But you like to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. The creator, the father of of, of the universe you want to be born again accept him you want to be sure that if you die today you go to he- heaven and not hell this is your opportunity whether you are on zoom i know there are a lot of zoomers or you are here you want to give your life to christ just lift up your hand wherever you are don't care about who is standing with you just raise your right hand and i will say a short prayer with you you want to give your life to jesus christ this is your opportunity Thank you, Jesus. You may be on Zoom. Let's all say this together. Say, Almighty Father, Father, I surrender my life to you. Forgive me for all my sins. Wash me in the blood of Jesus Christ. I believe Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. He died for me and God raised him from the dead. By this faith, faith, I am born again. I I am a child of God. And I am a prayerful person. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and please be seated. Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom at meeting ID 934-809-4313 
or in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.